Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. Welcome inside the Sports Cage, and it's actually welcome inside the Brant Center. We are live from the 2024 Montana's Briar here in Regina. The Sports Cage on Fridays is for Nelson Holmes, supplying your home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. If you are coming down, you got to come say hi. You can't miss us. We have these lights on me right now. We're going to land a plane. This is a cool setup. Good job, Curtis and Ryan and everyone behind the scenes. We are here for the next week, live on location. We're even here on the weekends, Ryan McNally has a jam-packed weekend for you, for your curling fans. It's going to be something special. Coming up today in the sports cage, right off the hop, we are going to talk to Regina Boy and BC Skip, Catlin Schneider. Later this hour, we're going to be joined by the Briar Chairs. We're just going to find out what is going on here, what's different, what's new. Obviously, we're going to talk about the original 16 patch. Why wouldn't a guy... Second hour, we're going to be joined by former CKRM host and one of the hosts of the Monday Nooner podcast, Brandon Basler. He's going to come by for the last two hours. We're going to talk midget AAA or U18 hockey playoffs starting this weekend. We're going to talk to Curtis Hunt from the Prince Albert Raiders, SJHL, NHL trades, some rider chat in hour two. Hour three, it's all about sprinkling. It's all about gambling. Who doesn't want to gamble on curling these days? I'm telling you right now, I am hammering some of the games tonight. Ben Whiting from Play Now Sports Saskatchewan is going to join us. We're going to talk about this, and we, we're going to try and get local gambling, curling gambling legend Malcolm Vanstone on the program as well to kind of talk about how he goes about gambling when it comes to curling. And then the last half hour, if you like senior hockey, you're going to want to tune in. The one story today in Carlisle, they had lineups for pre-sale of tickets to the game tomorrow night between Round Lake and Carlisle. Somebody was sleeping at the front door of the Carlisle Arena. Senior hockey in the back half. Let's get going, though. It's Briar time, and I had a chance to reach out. Luckily, caught him. He just got off the ice practicing. Regina guy playing for Team BC. I know it sounds weird, but if you're up and up and curling, you get why this is happening, Catlin Schneider. Catlin, how's it going today? Good, man. Good, man. It's, uh, oh, it's been real good. It's been a little bit of a wild ride the last few days, but uh, <laughs> it's finally here. I got, I got on the ice, so it feels good, and um, I'm excited to get started. I want to equate this. You're a football guy. played yeah. U of R Rams football. Um, I want to equate this to, obviously, a, a scale down, but this is like the Super Bowl. You're doing your rounds with media right now, right? Like, you know, in the Super Bowl, how they have media row. Yeah. But that's what you're doing, right? Because you're the local guy and it's it's in Regina. Yeah, I feel like a bit of a rented meal the last couple, especially the last couple hours, but the last four days. I uh, had some CTV and TSN interviews and uh, Mudrick caught me from uh, Florida. He's stuck in Florida right now. Uh, uh, Brian Mudrick's coming down to announce. I got there. I did some, yeah, I've been all over the map. I got a couple more in a row, and but I'm happy to be here on the sports cage. Alright, let's take us take take us through this bc team and people yep. that that don't kind of know how this all came about we had you on the cage a few months ago yeah um but how did this all come about and take us 
through the team? Yeah, so uh, we got uh, two guys uh, from Victoria, living in Victoria right now, and one guy in Edmonton, Jason Ginter. Um, I heard there's an opportunity coming to skip out there, and I've kind of been thinking about skipping for a few years, so I, I, I thought I was ready, and or I figure out if I'm ready. <laughs> one way to find out, right? Um, so yeah, took the opportunity out there, and, and you can have, just the way curling works now, you can have an out-of-province player, and you can have a birthright player. So if you're born in the province and you don't live there anymore, you can still curl out of there. And then you can have one out-of-province player. So I act as the out-of-province player. Jason Ginter, who lives in Edmonton, was born in BC. He's the birthright player. Mm-hmm. And here we are. A lot of bouncing balls. A lot of bouncing balls, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they landed in one in one spot in, in Victoria, and um, Luckily enough, we, we had the provincials out there in Esquimalt, which is just outside of Victoria, and we were able to, to pull it off for a hometown briar for me. <laughs> yeah, I love this, too, and I just found this out. Your dad curled in the briar as well with your uncles. Yes. Yes. 1990, Labatt briar. Labatt briar, the year before I was born. Yeah. Uh, I was traveling <laughs> around with mom, apparently. Uh, yeah, in the Sioux, I believe it was, uh, my uncle Rick... Uh, Mike and Larry all curled with Dad, and they uh, yeah they won it in '90 and played in the Sioux. So it's uh, definitely I have a big fa- uh, curling family for sure. My dad's got a lot of brothers, and everyone really supports curling, and I'm thankful to have them uh, behind me. Corona area, right? Corona, Wh- you what, bet. Yeah. What's your first memories of curling? Uh, I remember after Dad, even like a league night in Corona, uh, my dad would, uh, my mom would bring me down. Dad would actually just put me on top of a curling stone and they just push me down the ice and uh and then and they'd spin me that's been about 500 times on a rock just trying to hold on to the thing when i was whatever when i was one years old um and then you know you, you you're not even like the i was on the ice before i was even like strong enough yeah. to push a rock yeah so you know it, you kind of just get out there and get the feel for the ice and then i try to start understanding what these rocks even are and what they do and what you the heck you're trying to do with them and yeah that's kind of my first memories is there a point of of your life where you're like uh, i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna be a curler uh well i mean when you grow up in such a hard curling family that yeah. i did um i i remember with my cousins um traveling around watching my uncles and my dad every weekend we we're in a different place in saskatchewan and in western canada every weekend just a lot of motels minus 50 cold um i remember halloweening like portage la prairie sometimes because i was only because we 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 were there watching curling right dressed as rick folk that's right yeah dressing (laughs) as our favorite curler yeah which wasn't my dad no just kidding (laughs) um no it's uh i grew up knowing that i mean obviously my parents allowed me to play whatever i wanted i played college football for for five years i i went to the summer games for tennis back in god I don't know, 2005 maybe. Um, they allowed me to play whatever I want, but I think you know you you always run back to the the chicken coop, right? My kind of what I was kind of born and raised in, and, and I always knew I'd get back to curling eventually. I just needed to kind of get my career solidified and mm-hmm. and uh, do some other things in the meantime. And I'm glad to be back. Prairie Sun Solar. Let's give a plug uh, for, yeah. for the business, right? You guys yeah, do for great, the boys. yeah, great work there. I just uh, I, I want to talk about practice. Yeah, I just kind of saw everybody on the ice there. What do you guys do today? 
for, I'll, for, I'll for the a, average kind of curler watcher. I'll, I'll just reiterate that Prairie Sun. We got a box here this weekend. So we're gonna need all the boys here. Big time. A, yeah. So come up for flex for some fun one of the nights. Sorry, now I forgot your other question. <laughs> what What do you go through in practice today? You're just getting yeah. used to the ice, the surroundings, the sight lines, or yeah. So we sit down with our team and go, okay, here's where we play our first game. Here's where we play our second game. Uh, what sheets are we not playing on for a while? Um, you kind of get, you know, are the the job of my my coach, my dad, and and our fifth Brian is they're going to be scouting rocks and ice all all week. So you kind of get some intel. Oh, that's cool. You, you need kind of the beginning stuff for the first game to kind of figure out know what rocks like all the rocks kind of react can react differently. So you yeah. want to make sure they're paired properly for when you throw them. If you throw two jaws in the same spot, you want to make sure if you throw the same weight, they're going to end up in the same spot. That's kind of step one. Um, and then just getting a feel for the ice and the arena and and uh, you know what kind of you know waiting to throw and, and how you make certain shots out there so yeah we just kind of have a plan for every sheet we get fit four sheets 15 minutes a sheet and oh. and uh for a full hour and you kind of get a good feel for what you're going to see come come mm-hmm. tomorrow afternoon and we'll be here tonight watching and scouting and figuring things things out because it always changes from practice to game like it's whatever it, the conditions change there's going to be another five to six to seven thousand more people in the building tonight right yeah. so you're going to see how the ice makers change you know the the scrape the pebble the clip um, um, and and what the the difference in temperature does inside the building outside the building. There's so many factors and variables. So yeah. uh, that's what I was going to ask. So you're yeah. going to come watch tonight. So gonna, yeah. I was going to say you guys don't play. Yeah. But what does tonight entail for your team? Is it watch the whole thing, or do you guys go for a supper and maybe just a bit or what? Yeah, we'll have some supper and then we'll come back and we'll whatever watch as a team or and people will float around and and everyone will kind of get a feel for kind of. The ice and 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 kind of the shots people are making and the weights people are throwing and, and what the speeds running at and then honestly tonight's just going to be a little bit of enjoyment like uh, we're going to Perry Sunbox Perry Sunbox yeah. for yeah maybe a beer <laughs> and then and then we'll see the rec laws tonight in the patch and just enjoy a bit of it I mean obviously we know what we need to do to, to be yeah. successful and win and we're going to get a good sleep tonight and then we we play tomorrow at one o'clock so we're going to get in bed at a decent hour but you know you got to enjoy it like how many guys can say they've you know skipped in a hometown briar before not not a lot and I love that. Yeah. yeah, so you got you got to have fun with it too, because you, you sometimes play better when you're having fun and enjoying it, a little more loose. So we're not gonna go crazy by any means, but we're gonna for sure enjoy tonight. I'll tell you that for free. You're in a hotel. You don't stay at home in the, this week. I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna get in the stay in the hotel at the Delta here um, for the, the week. Yeah, that's kind of the host hotel through Curl Canada, so it's close and less traveling and just a little easier for everybody and um, closer to the arena and and, and kind of uh, it's another thing. Just kind of get rid of some distractions, right? Like yeah. when you're at home, you, you there's all kinds of stuff going on at the farm and 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 obviously i'm going to be um you know it's work never really stops when you're on your own business too so <laughs> but trying to eliminate just a few a few distractions yeah. is always nice and just you kind of get a feel for you're kind of in a different place and you're here to do one job and that's and that's win right so we're all going to be staying in the hotel this week ballpark of like close family and friends that yeah. are, are going to be uh, at each uh, draw for you amount yeah oh god i don't know 50, 100. That's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Like, even, like, some of my old football boys I used to play with, uh, or guys that play on the Riders now are swinging over. Um, do, you want our, him to get, do you want him to get rowdy for you? Oh, you want yeah. Him, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I like, I'd, I'd like to turn, like, uh, curling into a little bit of, like, live golf. Like, I want to hear guys <laughs> yelling and screaming out there. And, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. This is so much fun. So you are you're, you are doing the patch thing tonight. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over under twenty selfies that people ask uh, to to get a picture oh, I with you. I thought you were gonna say twenty drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, 
Uh, selfies. There'll well, be a lot of curling fans that'll want their yeah, picture with probably, Catelyn Schneider. Probably over, yeah. Probably over 20. Over. But I'm going to, yeah, yeah, probably over. But, uh, you know, what? I'm happy to do it and I'm um, going to do a lot of engagements all week. And it's just, it's a cool sport. And how many sports can you, can you say that yeah. at the professional, the highest level in the world, you get to interact with the with the players, right? You you know you're not going to go taking pictures with Connor McDavid, and I'm by far not anywhere close to Connor McDavid. But just a different feel with curling. You get to hear what we're saying out there. You get to kind of see us around, and and um, we are willing to go out and have a little bit of fun and and, and interact with the fans. So I'm looking forward to seeing him tonight. Clean cut look though, you know. Who if you squint, you kind of got a Zach Hyman. Oh, a little bit of a Zach. He's Hyman. on a heater too. He is on he's a just heater. Absolutely having <laughs> bingos these days. Okay, let's give uh, let's give one plug for Prairie Sun. If anyone needs anything uh, solar and Saskatchewan they should be given and they can get a selfie with you if you come by the yes uh, Prairie Sun Solar uh, hit us up we do residential commercial um, rural agricultural uh, uh, solar systems PV systems so uh, if you need you want a free quote reach out to us Hey man, I'm I'm rooting for you. Thanks, and, man. Uh, I'm gonna it. be I'm gonna be gambling on you. Just so you know. <laughs> I love it. And, Can't uh, wait to lose you some money. <laughs> if, I, if I have some O16s out there, you'll hear me as well, man. I love it. The best. Okay, appreciate Good it. Luck, Thanks hey. for having me again, man. Right on, Catlin Schneider, Regina Boy, Skip of Team BC, joining us. This is the Sports Cage live from the Briar on the Voice of Sports in Saskatchewan, six twenty CKRM. Nobody covers your team like our team. This is the Sports Cage on the Mighty 620 CKRM. Oh, yeah. Welcome back inside the Sports Cage on this Friday for Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. Catlin Schneider. Just uh, doing the rounds, the media rounds. That's got to be tough for that guy, but also a lot of fun, right? Like you heard him say, he's going to keep it loose. They are going to have some fun at the patch tonight. The rec laws are opening that opening that up. The 016 patch. So I think a lot of people out there listening are rooting for hometown boy Catlin Schneider and Team BC. We already had some people message and ask, are you giving away Briar tickets today? You better believe it. We're giving away Briar tickets today. If you remember a couple of days ago when I hosted, there was no trivia question. I'm going to do that again because I, I thought we got a lot of response to that and people really liked it. What we're going to give away is two tickets to draw 17. Draw 17 is coming up Thursday. March 7th, so next Thursday, obviously, at 2 p.m. Saskatchewan does play that game, Saskatchewan, or that day. Saskatchewan is up against Quebec. You got Brad Gushu's rink against the Slachinski rink out of Alberta, PEI, Northwest Territories. And Alberta's Kevin Cooey's rink is up against none of it. So that is Thursday, March 7th. If you can make that work in your schedule, Capital Ford Lincoln text line 936-6262. 936-6262. Text us in. Why do you want to come to the Briar? And I loved it last time. Who are you going to bring to the Briar? Right? There's a lot of parents saying, well, you know, I curled as it, and my kids haven't really gone to a, a big event like the Briar or the Scotties or something like that. I'd like to take them. Do you want to bring your Baba, Guido? Like I said, kookums, mushums, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Why do you want to come to draw 17 next Thursday? It's going to be a good one, right? Like that could be, things would be coming down to the wire there on Thursday. And Saskatchewan is taking on Quebec. 
jammed sports cage today. Curling talk. We're going to keep it going after 3.30. We're going to be joined by some of the chairs and co-chairs. They're just not quite sure who is coming to talk to us. We're going to get a better idea of the the briar and how this all came about because this is a process we were talking about this at work the other day it is something that takes a lot of time and it takes planning and i'm very curious you know what what do they take from briars previously in regina and what do they take from briars where you know they traveled and see what's going on elsewhere so we're going to talk more curling after the bottom half of the hour like i said in hour two former CKRM uh, DJ and now one of the hosts of the Monday Nooner podcast, Brandon Basler is going to join us. We are going to get into some some hockey talk with him. We're also going to talk about gambling when it comes to curling. And playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gaming site. Everything stays in Saskatchewan. That's where you can go on and sprinkle. It's actually pretty cool. They got the spreads for the games and you can kind of you know, see throughout the week. I haven't gone on to see exactly everything they got for futures and whatnot, but we'll get a better idea of that. Lots of senior hockey talk, like I talked about later in the program. Regina Pats, they are playing tonight. They're in Portland. They're 0-4 on this U.S. road trip. Really struggling. We knew it was going to be tough, but tonight, the toughest task of all. The Portland Winterhawks top team in the Western Conference. We'll see how that goes. That's a 9 o'clock puck drop right here on 620 CKRM. The Moose Jaw Warriors, they're also on the U.S. swing, and they're undefeated. They're in Everett tonight. Last uh, two nights ago, Moose Jaw 4-3 over those Portland Winterhawks. That was a good hockey game. The Warriors, Atlee Calvert, he's the player of the month. 17-game point streak going for the Warriors right now. Elsewhere in the Western Hockey League, Lethbridge is in Saskatoon. It's Saskatoon Berries night. If you didn't see this, if you didn't have a chance to check this out, and you're on Twitter or X, go and see what the Saskatoon Blades are doing with the new baseball team there, the Berries. They got new jerseys tonight. It's the same owners, right? And I understand at last check, the lower bowl in Saskatoon is almost totally sold out for tonight's game. Unbelievable. Prince Albert, they travel into Brandon. Raiders trail the sixth place Wheaties by just four points in the standings. Big game there. And then Swift Current Red Deer. Only two points separate these guys in the standing. Swift leads in the four spot. This could be a first round playoff matchup. SJHL, we got Kindersley and Melville. Yorkton versus Nipawin. Melfort is in the Battlefords. Estevan on the Hanson Lake Road, probably as we speak. They are into Flynn Flon to take on the top ranked team in the country, the Bombers. And Weyburn is in LaRange. Triple A U18 male hockey playoff start tomorrow. This is some great hockey. Doesn't get the love that it deserves. We are going to be talking to one of the main podcasts that cover Triple A U18 hockey in hour two. It is crazy. Some of the stats that this 15 year old kid from Saskatoon, I'm not going to just give you a little tease, give you a little tease there. Playoff starting tomorrow. Regina Pat Canadians taking on Moose Jaw. Right down the road, big rivals there. Uh, and in the NHL tonight, just three games. Ottawa hosting Arizona, Philly in Washington, and New Jersey, Anaheim, the late game. So much more coming up on this 
Sports Cage live from the Briar. This is exciting. On Fridays, it's always brought to you by our friends at Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. It's time for a break. After the news, when we come back, we're going to be joined by some of the planning committee of this Briar in Regina. You are listening to the home of sports in Saskatchewan, the Sports Cage on 620 CKRM. Where Saskatchewan sports fans come to talk. This is the Sports Cage on Sports Radio 620 CKRM. Welcome back to the Sports Cage on this Friday for our friends at Nelson Homes Live from the 2024 Montana's Briar. It's here finally in Regina. Things so far look fantastic. First draw goes tonight, 6 p.m. Under the orange top. Excited right now to be joined by Terry and Brennan from the organizing committee. There's a lot of title there. There's a lot of title for both of you guys. But, uh, yeah, you know, first off to you, Manzi, we go back a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, you said 16 months. Yep. Is that is that where this starts to, to get to today? Uh, yeah, even a little bit before that. Uh, about three years ago, we got, I think, the first initial contact with Curling Canada to say, hey, we want to bring the briar back to Regina. And that was in the middle of COVID. And, uh, yeah, to begin working on the bid to bring it here, it's, a, you know, it's, it's about three years in the process, three years in the making. So today is a very special day to finally see it all come together. You know, Terry, you're from Regina. You know, work downtown Regina. We talked about that. Uh, we both work for the same parent company. Fantastic. You know, how much, when this is all coming together, how much do people say, okay, here was the last briar in Regina. Here, here's what we really liked. Here's what we didn't. Here's what's new building-wise. You know, is there is there a ton of that that goes into it? A lot of what we do is actually regulated by Curling Canada, and um, the host committee just supports what Curling Canada rolls out. So I, they do absolutely take our feedback from previous events and try to make it bigger and better every year. You guys traveled to last year's Briar? No. 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 Able to do that, but <laughs> we've been to a few of them. Yeah. Combined, anyways. For sure. So I, I, I vaguely remember the last one. That was in Regina. Remember the patch. Uh, That's was, why you can't remember. It was, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely buzzing. Um, when it comes to volunteers, like, and, and this is this was a debate we were having um, at work the other day, and they're like, "Well, you know, I think now it's it's easy because it's here and all that." And I'm like, "I don't think. I think now it's like trouble because like the volunteers. This guy can't show up. This guy isn't the volunteer we wanted. Who can help fill roles? I don't know which one of you wants to talk about the volunteer side, but you know, how." many and and how challenging is it so we have 330 plus strong volunteers from literally all over regina saskatchewan bc alberta we even have a gentleman coming from france believe it or not absolutely yeah looking forward to meeting him um (laughs) i'm assuming he has some roots in saskatchewan um so volunteers are definitely the lifeline of all of this this doesn't happen without them regardless of how much planning you do so you know the patch is a huge Mm -hmm. part of that volunteer group um brendan takes care of the facilities piece and his guys help build what you see right Mm -hmm. um we have the people that handle all of the fun events in between ends we have Shannon's group who make sure people get where they need to be as far as transportation and all of that. So, you know, 
great volunteer group. Um, if somebody can't make it, we always make other arrangements. Everybody's usually very communicative about all of those things. So um, we haven't really had any issues. It's that's been great. Yeah, facility-wise, right? That's where I want to jump to you because <laughs> that is a massive yeah. undertaking. Yeah. There's got to be some sleepless nights for you and some nervous. But but now you're here. Everything gone pretty smooth facility-wise? Very much so. And I think that's a credit to having this event in the past. Uh, we have great uh, a great team here at Real to look after those sorts of things. To, again, that change, change the ice over. The other thing is we have so much um, cognitive knowledge of mm-hmm. this type of curling here in this uh, in this city itself. So uh, bringing in ice makers who who do the the ice of the Cali and the Highland. We got world class ice right in our own rinks. Right, we can bring that intel right onto the ice service here. Work with uh, Curling Canada staff and and you know this is why Curling Canada wants to come back to Regina. Right. Absolutely, it's almost a no brainer. Right, it's like one of those things that like you could host it here almost uh, all the time. What is new for people that maybe have been to the Briars in the past that uh, when, when they come when they come to this one in Regina. What are they going to see that's new? Maybe you can both tackle that or... Um, it's not a ton of new stuff. I mean, the patch is the patch. Um, the on-ice entertainment is what you see. There are a few tweaks. There's there's not as much ceremony as there used to be in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no opening ceremonies. Closing ceremonies are pared down quite a bit um but you know you still have the the really fabulous folks selling merchandise you can still get your programs you can still go to the patch and have a beer and watch if you don't want to watch in yeah. in the arena um so not a ton of new yeah stuff. I, I mean i think certain things like that where you know we can engage with science of curling type sort of thing because let's face it is a little bit of a science yeah, experiment yeah, yeah. and and the technology is changing all the time in the, in the sport as well so I, again we try to you know we don't have a lot of sway when it comes to the host coming in making things our own but how can we engage other partners how we can how we can bring some of that regina and saskatchewan start to the event we do look for that does does this and again i haven't been to i've been to a briar in saskatoon been to a briar in regina but now how all this is connected and you don't have to go yes. outside, and you can you can get from there to the merch and merch to the to the patch, right? Is that unique? Does they must love that? Yeah, actually, I was actually just talking with a, uh, a celebrity of mine. It was, was Colleen Jones in the patch just now? Again, I was going <laughs> eight-year-old Brent. I was like, holy crap! Anyway. Um, <laughs> Again, we're talking about even last year in London, again, and then Saskatoon was the same way. They had to yeah. move people to the patch through busing and all this sort of thing. Again, our pitch to Curling Canada, Canada to bring this event here is, hey, it's all under one roof, right? And, you know, the facilities here real allow us to do that, yeah. and that's that's a big thing. And so to, for everybody to come under one roof, uh, you move between here and Banner Hall, right past you guys here. This is where the, the action is going to be taking place, and, and transportation gets you where you need to go. So. I just pulled up the forecast because I wasn't yeah, sure it's been shifting. Let's be honest. <laughs> this isn't bad, right? Because we could be... <laughs> but the storm happens every time we have a curling event here. Every time. Like, it's just... It happens. Yeah. 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 I, it, you know, let, minus 35, minus 40. We know we could be there. Yeah. So so we're all... We're sitting all right. All right. Let's talk about the patch. Because... Uh, yeah, a lot of people are excited about it, right? First off, anybody, can you get into the patch? You need a ticket or? No ticket. It's free. Okay. Um, minors are only allowed until 8 p.m., however. After that, it's just us grown-ups. It, yeah. It's actually a good out for me. 8 p.m., bring the kids. Hey, I got to go. The kids are here. Yeah. Saying, what? And, and in there, what's... 
capacity. Like it, it's a big space. It's a big yeah. space. Anyone that's never been, how do you paint the picture to them? Yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's a great facility that for us to have in the city on this venue, and uh, capacity is around that. I think 4,000, 4,200. I think we just kind of heard actually wow. before we came on. So yeah, it, it's it's going to be the the biggest party in town. And uh, like I said, it's, it's available to everybody. You don't need a ticket to get in. Uh, you come in, you can watch. Uh, we got nightly entertainment. The other thing that happens during the week as well as during the afternoon is the players will be sort of in a VIP section doing a, kind of a Q&A. Huh. And, and I think that's the other thing. You, you talk about the CFL and different things and, and hosting Grey Cups and then how available personalities are. Mm-hmm. There's no better place to see your own heroes and meet them and get pictures with them than the Briar. That's just part of the whole thing, the whole package. So. And, and I know that's another thing I love. Original 16, the local brewery is, yep. is, is, it's the 016 patch, right? It's such a perfect tie in. Uh, 50 50. I know Debo's kind of heading up that. Yeah. Is that a week long thing? And, and how's that all work? So daily draws. Okay. Uh, 50 50, you can purchase on site or you can purchase online. You don't have to be here. You have so to be in Saskatchewan? You have to be in Saskatchewan. Um, you can go to the Curl Sask website. It will get you there. Um, but yeah, on site or online. Such a such a great. I think some of those are going to be, you know, we yeah. see it now with the with the Edmonton Oilers mm-hmm. what they're doing, and you know, and all the proceeds for our fifty fifty stay within um, Regina and go to youth curling, so it's fantastic support. Right on. Hey, you guys, it's an amazing job, right? I can only imagine the volunteer hours and the meetings and the sleepless nights and <laughs> this and that. Uh, thanks so much for taking some time, Terry and uh, Brennan, and best of luck this week. Hey. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for having us. Right on. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more talk. We're going to get into some hockey talk here, listening to the voice of sports in Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. It's time to step into the radio octagon. You're tuned to the Sports Cage on Saskatchewan Sports Radio, 620 CKRM. Welcome back. Inside the Sports Cage, live from the Briar 2024 in Regina. And the Sports Cage on Fridays is for Nelson Holmes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. I'm actually getting in to this curling thing. I knew I'd be a sucker for this. Talking to Brendan and Terry from the organizing committee. We had Catlin Schneider, the star of the show, the BC skip from Regina. Getting into it. McNally, you're back at the uh, studio there. I think you can hop on. And you're the big curling guy. There's no doubt about it. Big curling guy. And you, you got this thing for the weekend, right? We're doing the sports cage live from this spot. You'll see McNally here. You have a jam packed weekend of curling people. Like if you love curling, you got some good stuff lined up. We sure do, Bernie. Um, tomorrow. I uh, have an interview with Vic Router, who uh, many people uh, know as the voice of curling in Canada. He's the uh, play-by-play guy can, that uh, you can hear I try it anytime. Can I, can I try? Can, can I try it? Just make the final. No, no, no. see, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good <laughs> uh, that's a good attempt, though. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I I chat with him for about a half hour. So what I'm doing is I'm splitting that segment into two parts. Running both tomorrow during the show uh, from 2 to 4 right here on 620 CKRM. Also, St. Gregor's Finest, Kirk Meyer, is going to be joining the show not once, but twice. He's going to join me uh, Saturday live from the Briar and Sunday live from 
the Briar as well. Looking forward to chatting with Kirky. He's a good friend of mine. Uh, we go back to my days in, on the radio in Humboldt. Uh, so uh, good, good friend of the show. Uh, Matt Dunstone, the skip for uh, – he was a pre-qualified team uh, for this uh, Briar. Um, coming out of Manitoba, obviously made the final last year. Uh, he's going to join the show on Sunday. We also uh, chat with uh, Steve Turner from Curl Saskatchewan as uh, it's going to be Saskatchewan Day on Sunday coming up uh, at the Briar. So we'll chat with Curl Sask about that. And of course, Al Cameron from Curling Canada is going to join the show as well uh, to talk about uh, why Regina was chosen as the host of the Man- Montana's Briar. It's, uh, you know, man, it- it's pretty cool to have this down here. And, and I didn't really get it until found out where we're set up here and they got the merch over to the left and then you have this thoroughfare this link right over to the patch and having all of this under one roof i don't know if you've been to any other briars but you know like uh, brandon was talking about saskatoon i remember being at the saskatoon one and it was really cold and then you had to shuttle to go to the patch right off site where this is like all under one roof this makes it super slick, McNally. Oh, yeah. Like, I was there in 2018. The first time uh, we had the big International Trade Center to host the patch and, you know, just the back and forth from that, having everything inside makes a world of difference, even when it is nice out, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, we're expecting some snow here, I believe, this weekend, but, like, really, I mean... Just having everything inside is is just so easy and just easy to get around, which is like the beautiful thing. And yeah, there's some snow coming. That's all right. We'll take the snow. But uh, yeah, this is awesome. Hey, how about some CFL news? Just saw this just coming down. Ryder signed former Minnesota Vikings cornerback Holton Hollywood Hill. Uh, 26-year-old, he joined the Vikings as an undrafted free agent uh, following the 2018 NFL draft. Six foot two, 196-pound quarterback. Love the six foot two cornerbacks. That is, that's something special. If you got a quarterback with some range and uh, you know somewhat tall. Uh, he's, he was suspended for the first four games of the 2019 season after testing positive for a little something-something. But, uh, hey, did you see that, McNally? It's not a bad little uh, signing for the Riders. Curious how this goes down and where this goes. Yeah, um, I forget who we were chatting with uh, for CFL Free Agency, but the three things you really want to find in CFL Free Agency on the American side, it, one of them being a cornerback right and uh, someone that uh, can cover defensively and you know hey holton hill why not right let's try him has the size and let's see if he has the speed to kind of keep up with the cfl game the, the one thing you always worry about with uh, corners coming in from the nfl or uh, you know from nfl camps like uh, holton hill here who came from minnesota it, can they adapt to the waggle? Can they adapt to receivers yeah. running at them full speed? And uh, yeah. that's something that uh, he'll have to work on during training camp. That is that is a really really good point. The the waggle is is something tricky. He's a Houston uh, guy. Collegiately, he had three seasons with the University of Texas. Not bad stats there. So. Yeah, the Riders hard at work signing former Minnesota Vikings cornerback Holton, in quotes, Hollywood 
Hill. So we'll see uh, what comes of that little CFL news for you there. We ran it down. Uh, tonight, if you're wondering, wait, what time does the Briar start? What time does everything get going here? It is 6 o'clock, draw number one. They say about 5 o'clock people are going to start filtering through this uh, link from the patch into the curling. I, this is going to be super interesting. I, I might have to get some video because I think... There might be some people that have been in there a little too long already. It's It sounds happening. Super fun. But draw number one, 6 o'clock, we got Saskatchewan taking on Mike McEwen's rank, taking on PEI. What do you think of that one uh, out of the gate, McNally, from what you know, big curling guy? I feel so bad for PEI. Uh, you, you, get your, you get to the briar. <laughs> And your first game is against the host team. And a team like Mike McEwen's, no less. Like, McEwen's been everywhere when it comes to the tour the last 10 years, I want to say. And, you know, like, just real has played in some massive, massive games. And now he has a home crowd advantage for him. Oh, I feel so bad for PEI. <laughs> I I got a, had a chance to go to PEI last May with my wife for a conference. What a fantastic place. Everyone, well, you know everyone, you always say everyone. But for the most part, people were so nice, so polite. It's so small, like you said. And then this guy gets kicked right into the fire off the hop against Saskatchewan. I think they're expecting, I don't know if you heard an update, but I was heard, you know, they're expecting like 6,500 tonight at the, at the Brand Center. Big I, I believe White. it. Well, I believe yeah, it, Barney, because again, this is the heartland of curling, right? I mean, again, we'll we'll talk about uh, you know Vic Vic Router and I uh, chatted, and that'll air tomorrow. But you know, he chatted about how he loves coming to places where the game means something, whether that's yeah. Manitoba, yeah. whether that's Alberta, whether that's Saskatchewan. The game just means something, that little extra bit here. So, uh, you know, I, I 100% believe that, you know, as soon as they announced that the Briar was coming back to Regina, I, I can't imagine the amount of tickets they sold just from that, let alone, uh, you know, the week leading up when they finally knew who the teams were going to be. Elsewhere tonight, we got Nova Scotia, up against Team Canada, Northwest Territories against Quebec, and then three Alberta teams in this. And we got Alberta's Kevin Cooey's rank against the Slachinski foursome. We got Glencoe versus Airdrie. Winner gets Pete's driving in Calgary. <laughs> we'll call it. We'll call it the battle of between the three teams from Alberta. We'll call it the Pete's Drive-In battle. No, but um, you know Alberta, Alberta, right off the hop. That, that, that's uh, that's an interesting one too, right? Yeah, and Sluchinski, they're they're all four of them making their Briar debut tonight, and uh, of course they get a tough draw. Kevin Cooey, but I believe the Kevin Cooey team was the team they beat to get to the Briar. So oh. uh, you know, just uh, it's a rematch the right thickens. off the get. Right the off the get-go, it's a, it's a rematch yeah. of that final, which was a phenomenal yeah, yeah. final, too. I saw it, it on TV, and oh, just tremendous shot-making, and uh, this Luchinski team, not a slouch at all. They they look pretty solid. 
Capital Ford Lincoln text line 306-936-6262. They're starting to come in hot and heavy. I like it. We are giving away two tickets to draw 17 coming up Thursday. It's the 2 p.m. draw Thursday. If you can make it, if you can drive in, if you're from Regina, it doesn't matter. No trivia question again today with me. Just send us in. Why do you want to go to the Briar? Who do you want to take? You have to leave your name with your number. We need a name somewhat. And you know what? Just love some of the, some of the entries that we're getting. I want to take my mom. She hasn't been. My dad passed away. Um, you know, really good stuff. And so if you want to go, Capital Ford, Lincoln text line 936-6262. We are almost, and we are, almost an hour into this program. It just blew by. Coming up in hour two, AAA U18, AAA Midget Hockey Playoffs starting tomorrow in Saskatchewan. We got an interview with the Double J Podcast guys who cover everything AAA. We have former CKRM announcer Brandon Basler, host of the Monday Nooner podcast. He's coming in. He's going to host the last two hours with myself. We're going to have some fun there. We're going to talk to Curtis Hunt from the Prince Albert Raiders, SJHL NHL trade talk and then in hour three we're going briar gambling we got Ben Whiting coming on Brandon loves to gamble on curling so and then hopefully Malcolm Vanstone who he's like the savant when it comes to curling and gambling he's going to come on as well and then senior hockey last half hour of this program if you like your senior hockey there are some stories about lineups for tickets today in Carlisle it's unbelievable all right it's the sports cage live from the 2024 Montana's I almost said Tim Hortons Montana's Briar on the voice of sports in in Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. Welcome back, Saskatchewan. Back inside the Sports Cage. We are live at the 2024 Montana's Briar here at the Brandt Centre, under the big top, where we're kind of in the link. You'll see us. If you're walking between the patch and the uh, curling sheets, you'll see us. Barney Shinkerook with you for another hour here. Just got off the ice, my co-host, for the next two hours, Brandon <laughs> Bosler. I've been teeing you up. I'm like former CKRM uh, DJ and now host of the Monday Nooner, uh, Brandon Bosler. Uh, I can- I can hear myself breathing. I think I'm still catching my breath from being on the ice and running over here. I'm a little bit out of game shape, but I'm like, is that me heavily breathing into the mic as I catch my breath? But yeah, good to be here. Love the briar. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So if you're just tuning in, I'm gonna paint the picture. But if you were listening in the first hour. We had Terry and uh, different Brandon up, and we were the, the vice chairs of the Briar, and we we're talking about you know how many volunteers, like over 300 volunteers, takes a lot. We even got one volunteer from France. Wow! So during the break, I'm trying to find parched. I'm trying to find something to drink. I go down to the media area, no coffee left, and this gentleman comes up to me, and he's he's going to have a coffee, and I'm like, ah, they're out of coffee, but if I tip this. We might be able to get you some. So I tip in and we start talking and I go, where are you from? I said, are you from France? How did it go? Anyways, Matt, Matt's here from France. He is the guy. How did it? And, and right away, I'm like, are you from France? 
long story, my parents were French. I was born in, in Saskatoon because my father was mining. Then we moved back to Colorado, then France. I started curling in France when I was like 35, 40 something. <laughs> and uh, this is my 50th birthday present to myself. To come back to Saskatchewan, where you were born, to be a volunteer at the Briar. I love it. Tell, go through the story on uh, how you got into curling. Uh, in 2010, uh, we have the, in France, when you have curling during the Olympics, it's they have to fill a hole somewhere and they're <laughs> going to show you curling because nothing beats, it doesn't, it's not that level of biathlon highlights. You know, it's after, when you're done with the biathlon highlights, maybe you will have a few curling shots. And I have a dinner party at my place. I live near Paris at the time. Dinner party in Paris starts at eight o'clock. People are supposed to be fashionably late between 8.30 and 9. So when my friends come in, I'm watching curling on TV. They all make fun of me. <laughs> we have dinner. We watch a bit of curling again. They still make fun of me. But the trick is they all drove home. And when they got home by midnight, they all rushed to their TVs to see the end of, cur of um, Martin's game. Oh. Yeah. When he was <laughs> Olympic champion in 2010. And uh, three months later... A buddy at another dinner party says, you know what would be fun, Matt, is if you all took us curling. At the time, I had no idea you could curl near Paris. So I Google Kirk Curling Paris. I find the Viry Chatillon Curling Club, which <laughs> is a very good curling club. Uh, and I try curling. The guy who made the joke did not show up, but I tried and I stayed, uh, I stayed at the club and I moved to southern France. Uh, to Provence uh, five years ago and I looked for a curling club before looking for a place to live. Crazy. So, so this this is your birthday present to yourself. You come back to Saskatchewan. You said you've come back to Saskatchewan, but it's been in the summer. Yes. So this is your first time back in Saskatchewan since 1977 when you During were, the winter. Yeah, yes. yeah back in, in the winter here. It's not supposed to be that cold. Is it cold for you today? In our place, when it's five centigrade, people talk like it's five Fahrenheit here. So it freezes. You will have a couple of days of frost, but it will be thawed by noon. And when it snows, people take pictures. Obviously, a big uh, time commitment, financial commitment, all that to come here. What do you love about the Briar so much that you traveled across the world to, to be here? Well, I think it's first time Canadian, and second, it's probably the biggest curling tournament outside of the, of the Olympics. Uh, it looks like everybody talks about how much fun the volunteers have here. <laughs> so I thought it would, instead of coming here, being at the Briar, not knowing anybody, just sitting on a bench somewhere, I might as well volunteer. And Clearly I would you meet, meet people pretty easily, exactly though. Exactly, like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thanks so much for, for taking some time to hop on. I think this is a great story, and uh, you're going to have a blast. Are you going to the patch at all? Have you been to the patch yet? Not yet. I'm trying to be reasonable, but I, I think I'll end up there uh, probably be before before lunch, before dinner time. Today. You're gonna you're gonna the 016 the beer. It, it's made in Saskatoon. Top. You're probably a red wine guy, but the 016. No, I, I like a, I like a good beer. <laughs> it like doesn't open till five. I just checked, so you've got 45 minutes. 
Ah, good. Okay. <laughs> right on. Thanks, guys. Thank it was you. a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Matt from France volunteering here at the Tim Hortons Briar. Or Tim Hortons. At the Montana's Briar. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. <laughs> super, super cool. So, Brandon, like I said, is here now. He's co-hosting. He came in. I had to twist your arm to come and do this, didn't I? Yeah. I uh, was a little nervous. I guess not nervous, but... Uh, <laughs> It's fun, though. It's fun to be back on CKRM. It's been a hot minute. It's been like eight years since I... uh, Is that how long? Yeah. Yeah. 2015, I think, was my last on-air shift. I think oh, sixteen, maybe. I I would have taken the I would have taken the under on four years. I don't know time. That whole COVID thing really screwed things <laughs> up. Um, I, I, t- I was kind of been teeing up the the show and how we got a lot of senior hockey in that last half hour and coming up. But you said you're a big Briar guy. You're a big curling guy. What are you most are you, are you most excited to just have have a few beers and sit with the guys more to gamble to go to the yeah. patch? What is it? I don't know. I've been to five or six Briars. I don't like go if it's in Thunder Bay or anything, but if it's in Saskatoon or Calgary, uh, I've been to a few. I don't know. It's just what I love about the Briar, and this might sound a little cheesy, but it kind of brings a bunch of people together, right? Like young, old, your people in their twenties, their thirties, all the way up to the seventy, eighty year olds. It's a Kind of an all-inclusive, all-ages party is the part I like. And then you get people from all over Canada, too, right? And France, obviously. But it's just a... I love that it brings so many people together. And and I watch a little bit of curling. I'm not diehard, but it's a lot of fun to be in the stands live, for sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, you're gonna he's going to be here for the next two hours. We're going to talk uh, NHL, like I said, senior hockey, gambling, probably some rider talk. Uh, rider signing a quarterback today, former Minnesota Vikings. So we'll get into that a little bit more. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is the start of the AAA U18 playoffs tomorrow around Saskatchewan. We're going to be joined by the boys from the Double J Twitter and podcasts, very knowledgeable when it comes to AAA U18 hockey. You are listening to the Sports Cage live from the 2024 Montana's Briar on 620 CKRM. Our house is your house. Welcome inside the Sports Cage on Saskatchewan Sports Radio 620 CKRM. Right, back out to the Western Pizza Hotline. It's time to talk some triple A U18 hockey or triple A midget hockey for all you people born before three years ago. And it's time that the playoffs are here. They're going to kick off. It is the fellas from the at DJ Sports Media follow on X or Twitter. You got to follow these guys. They are in tune with AAA U18 hockey around, I want to say the country, but it's Jared and JD. First off to you, JD, because your name's in the Twitter handle. Thanks so much for hopping on. Yes. uh, Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. And we're, uh, we're excited to get this playoff, uh, these playoffs started. Hey, Jared, over to you. So you guys have this this Twitter page and this follow. How did it start? Why should people follow you guys? Well, we kind of just got started with worked in another company, and then we started on our own. And, you know, we felt that the AAA level isn't covered quite enough, and we both love hockey and love the AAA Triple A game, so we got a little podcast going, the Prairie Triple A show, and focus on Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta. So, you know, it's a it's a level of hockey that's not covered enough, and I think it'd be great for no one to tune in. 
Absolutely it is. All right, JD, let's get down to it here. We got uh, the series are locked. We got the Blazers against Estevan. Pat Canadians taking on Moose Jaw. We have the Tisdale Trojans up against Warman. And then the PA Mintos, Kelly Taylor's kid and those guys rolling, taking on Swift Current. Let's start with the Blazers and Estevan. Blazers were the top team after the regular season quickly Estevan is in very tough here. Yes, uh, and Estevan, they actually ended up making the playoffs on the final day of the regular season, and they are in tough. You know, you look uh, you look at the Blazers superstars, you know, Dane Boyker, Raiden Zacharias, Kane Wilkie. Uh, they got a great uh, goaltending duo in Maddox Cabrude and Grayson Malinowski, who just uh, recently signed with the Seattle Thunderbirds, was up with them over Christmas. Um, you know, they're looking, they're looking to get back to that, uh, TELUS Cup or what they, what do they call it now? The U18 AAA Nationals. And, uh, you know, the Bears, though, are, have beat them before this season, especially, um, so, you know, Estevan's in tough, especially with travel. Uh, they're playing two games back to back in Saskatoon, and then they go to Estevan, uh, next week for game three, head to head, as I mentioned. Uh, three and one for the Blazers, best power play in the in the league, and they have one of the best, uh, the best player across this league this year. Absolutely, okay. We're gonna get to that player in a bit here, but let's talk about the two seven, the Regina Pat Canadians. They don't have a lot of traveling. They take on Moose Jaw, uh, Jared. What do you think about this one? Pat Canadian, strong team. Almost, they were chasing the Blazers down the stretch for first. They fell six points short. What do you think in this series? Uh, I think this year just feels different for the Regina Pat Canadians for me. They feel like they have a little more offensive prowess than years past. They've always been strong defensively. they got a great goaltender in Taylor Tabashnuk, who's going to be a rock for them in this in potential playoff run. Musha, on the other hand, they've uh, probably not had the season they've quite wanted um struggled at times but special teams has been huge for them down the stretch here and the second best power play in the league uh top penalty kill which is going to be key against the regina team now they're going to need to get consistent goaltending if they're going to get by the regina pack canadians but it's going to be a tough match not undoable for the musha winmar warriors but regina is looking pretty strong this year the three six over to you, JD. We got Courage Bears uh, team in from Warman, uh, strong team, you know. And again, they were chasing two down the stretch. Pat Canadians finished five ahead of them. But the six seed Tisdale Trojans. This one going to be tight. Well, I think this. If you want to watch a series, like I, I'm biased towards Moose Jaw because I do, I do their play by play and I do their social media, and I'm a part of the team. Um, you know, obviously, I want everybody to watch our series against Regina, but this series, Warman and Tisdale, I think it's going to go five games. You know, with with the firepower that Warman has, both of them play that similar game, very physical, very. Um, they both work very hard, and and they're both teams' top guys are really going to have to come to play. And you look at the du- goaltending, young goaltending duo in Tisdale with Jackson Dunn and Dylan Twydale, and then Corbin Schneer returning as a sixteen-year-old. Uh, he he is a rock in that net, and he's going to have to to be big uh, for his Warman Wildcats, who are looking to you know move further into the playoff 
and uh, take down Saskatoon, who beat them in the final of the Western Regionals last year in overtime. So I think that for those that are listening, this is a series you need to keep your eye on. Tisdale does have the advantage in the head-to-head, um, and those that are this is a series that people need to watch because this is going to go the distance, in my opinion. And we can't sleep on the 4-5. Everything on paper should say this should be a tight series. Usually a 4-5 in any hockey, in any sport is. Uh, Jared, we got Swift Current up against PA. Predicting a tight one? Yeah, I think it's going to be a tight one. Uh, Swift Current struggling a little bit coming into the playoffs. I think they've only won four of their last ten um, and a tough loss in the last game against Estevan. But, you know, both teams work hard. They're they're pretty similar when you look at the roster. Both top two lines heavy that could really produce. I think it's going to come down to the depth scoring and which goaltender gets most of each other. You got Brady Hopo. They might rotate that one in with Josh Henry. He's been playing really good lately as their quote-unquote backup, I guess. But then Bernie West and Swift Current, the Broncos draft pick, um, he can steal a series in a heartbeat. And I would imagine Swift has a bit of a salty taste in their mouth after last year. They got up 2 nothing in, ra- in round one last year and, and let it slip away and lost in five. So a little hungry there. Moose is a hard, or pardon me, a PA is a hard-working team, and they're going to push this one right to the brink. Yeah, and a lot of traveling involved in that one. All right, those are the series. Now let's get into this. For people listening to the sports cage right now, I talked uh, a while ago about Maddox Schultz, and then, but we can't sleep on what's going on in Saskatoon with the Saskatoon Blazers. Dane Boyker's his name, people. He's a 15-year-old. He led the league in scoring, 44 games played. He had 84 points as a 15-year-old. This kid's got dual citizenship. Word is he's going to the U.S. development camp and or to the U.S. development team in the U.S. next year. I don't know if that's rumored. Let's preface it with allegedly because then that saves everybody. But what, whoever wants to jump in here quickly, Dane Boyker, like what what do, what does what do the eyeballs say on this kid? He, I I want to say like you know watching him, seeing him through four games, he just sees the ice so well. You know he he's a he's a, somewhat of a of a smaller kid, um, but at the end of the day, like. He, he sees the ice very well. He has a wicked shot, you know, being in Moose Shot. He's gotten, he's gotten, he's fired some shots that you didn't even think had a, any space. Um, you know, he was able to find the back of the net and, you know, playing with his line mate of Kane Wilkie and Raiden Zacharias, like that, that, uh, that trio is just unstoppable right, uh, right now. And, and heading into the playoffs combined, those three have, about 32 points in their last five games combined. Yeah. So, uh, but Dane Boyker is is uh, very exciting. The hype was real on him coming into this league. Hey boys, this has been great. We're we're gonna circle back. We're gonna keep talking. Like I said, it's at DJ Sports Media as the follow on Twitter or X. Um, hey, first week and it all starts tomorrow. You guys are doing the call and you guys are following this. Uh, you know, let's keep let's keep in touch and let's see where this goes. Thank you very much. We're talking sports on your way home. This is the Sports Cage on Sports Radio 620 CKRM.
Welcome back to the Sports Cage, Saskatchewan. I'm Ryan McNally. Uh, Barney Shinkrook down at the Montana's Briar at the Brant Center. We'll catch up with him in just a little bit. But first, let's think, send things down the hall as it's Saskatchewan Rough Riders Foundation Chase the Ace time. Travis, you there down the hall? Yes, sir. Thank you very much, McNally. Sitting here with Cindy with the Rough Riders Foundation. Welcome back, Cindy. Hey, I'm glad to be back. Glad to have you back. We are here doing another Chasey Ace Rider Edition. $39,000 in that just shy of forty grand in that jackpot. I know. I don't know why someone didn't just buy more tickets and get it over 40 but well, anyway we're happy with that that's for sure we'll see what happens today it could be over forty thousand. the weekly prize at 1504 bucks do you want to do the lucky spin there cindy i and sure will yeah you just got a computer here we're gonna pick a name see who's winning at least one thousand five hundred and four dollars today it's paula hickton from regina Paula Hickton from Regina. Lucky yeah. winner today. All right, we're going to try to get Paula on the line. Cindy's jotting down her number. We'll Thank run you. to the studio and get that. While we're trying to get Paula on the line, let's mm-hmm. talk about the foundation. Fill us in on uh, what's the latest. What's going on? Sure. Well, um, our players are back in schools this week, and so they're all over the province again. I think Mitch is the one that's doing the most Picton um, this week anyway. The other ones are a little later coming back from their vacations. Um, but reading doing the rider reading program for K to fours all over the province. So they actually read to kids, but they also encourage kids to read uh, so that they were trying to help improve literacy across uh, the province. And then the mental wellness program, Win With Wellness. And so typically you can see a player head to a small community like I think today they were in Assiniboia. Mitch oh, yeah. is in Assiniboia. Yeah. And so anybody that's listening from Assiniboia, I hope you got a chance to see Mitch Picton out there. But um, they would be doing some reading programs, then Win With Wellness. Then I think they were heading over to the Young's dealership to visit some of the staff there. So it's a full day. Um, but what a fun time to engage with rider fans throughout the province. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you're finding these players are probably coming back with a smile on their face. They're thinking about football, football, football. That's all they've been doing, training. This gets them out of that mind space for a little bit, meet some fans, meet some little ones, and get out and make a difference in the community. Yeah, and the kids love asking them really, really tough questions. Like, <laughs> are you married? How much money do you make? Those of kinds course. of questions. So it gives them a lot of the fun. The questions too. us adults want to ask, but kids will ask them for exactly, us. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like we have Paula on the line. Paula, are you with us? I am. How are you doing on this Friday? Awesome. You called me. Thank you. <laughs> well, I don't know if you heard, but you just won 1504 bucks. Sweet. <laughs> 1500 What can you do with that, Paula? Oh, a whole lot of things. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. Well, the grand prize is $39,532. That could be yours if you draw the Ace of Spades. So I got Cindy here with the Rough Rider Foundation. She's got a stack of envelopes. All you have to do is pick a number between 1 and 52. I'm going to go with number 44. 44. That one's still open. It is still open. All right. We'll find envelope number 44. Cindy's here it is. got it here, showing it off to the got camera, it. ripping it open. It rip, rip, rip. Let's see if you're a lucky one today, Paula. Ace of Speeds is what we're looking for. Number 44 is the Five of Clubs. Oh. Hey, but you still no, won 1500 bucks there, Paula. It sure is. 
So that that's a fantastic Beautiful. Friday. Beautiful. It is. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, thanks for supporting the Rough Rider Foundation. Thanks. And I hope you have a fantastic weekend. You as well. Thanks again. All right, there we go, Cindy. Another one in the books. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, we are going to get to that forty thousand. We are now because oh, Paula didn't wasn't able to get the Ace of Spades, Jorgen Hoos. But you know, who knows? Next week, get yeah. your tickets now so that you can get in on that draw. And how do they grab tickets? Five o'clock today, a little shortly after I get off the air here. Um, you can go to the riderville dot com and Foundation, and it's Chase the Ace, and you can buy your tickets, or you get a subscription, so you don't have to think about it every week. We have a lot of buyers that buy every week through a subscription it's a great way to do it perfect and we'll do another draw here on the sports cage next friday so make sure you grab your tickets thanks for coming in cindy thanks have a great weekend this has been another edition of chase the ace rider edition the kings of saskatchewan sports talk this is the sports cage on 620 ckrm Welcome back inside the sports cage on this Friday for Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. Barney Shankarek, Brandon Basler, we're down at the 2024 Montana's Briar here at the Brant Center. Well, we're kind of in the link. What would you call this? The link? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's the way to the patch. That's what I call it. It is the, the way to the patch. We're right by the Saskatchewan Sports Hall of Fame uh, trailer. Nice little setup. Things starting to get super exciting down here. Draw one tonight at 6 p.m. Saskatchewan taking on PEI, PEI, Mike McEwen's rank. Hey, if you're just joining us and you want to win some tickets to draw 17 on Thursday, that's the 2 p.m. draw on Thursday, getting some really good messages to the Capital Ford Lincoln text line, 936-6262-306-936-6262. Tell us why you want to go. Why do you want to go to the Briar? Who do you want to take? Leave your name with your number as well. All right. We talked WHL earlier in the show. The Pats are in Portland tonight. Moose Jaws in Everett. Lethbridge in Saskatoon. Saskatoon's on a bit of a schneid. And then Prince Albert traveling into Brandon. Joining us on the Western Pizza hotline right now. Perfect pizza. Generous amount of toppings plus Greek food like suvalaki ribs, salads, and all the goodness you can't make at home. Call Western Pizza tonight. Curtis Hunt. From the Prince Albert Raiders, joining us, Huntsy. Did I make you hungry there with that Western pizza read? <laughs> I, I got to admit, I do like that high stack of uh, high society that they top it with. <laughs> <laughs> See, the beauty part is you still you still live half-time in Regina. You're an NOD guy. You're just around the corner from me, so you probably frequent that Rochdale Western pizza from time to time. But let's get down to business here. You guys, uh, you know, a couple of big games this week, and not a lot of not a lot of hockey left. And you guys are, you know, jostling in the standings. Obviously, I think we're going to make the playoffs. Nothing's guaranteed, though. Um, see, if you assess the season from your point of view, are you happy? Are you, you know, it's been okay? Where do you land with this? Well, I, it's, it's hard to assess the season. You know, it's such an emotional roller coaster. I, the one thing I've done since probably November, which I rarely do, is I've been scoreboard watching and, and like I've even said to myself before Christmas, this is ridiculous to be worried about what what 
Regina was doing or Calgary or Brandon at the time, uh, you know, even then Swift Current was kind of in a funk. But, um, you know, there's always those games. We've had a few where last three minutes uh, things have come apart, yet more recently we've probably been on the good side of those last three minutes where we've, we've found ways to get points or get two points. So it's it's been – we are where I thought we'd be. I thought we were a contender to get in the postseason. I'm a believer that once you're in, anything can happen. Um, you know, that's why you play the games. And uh, our guys are playing with a lot of swagger right now. You – you said tough weekend. We've got Brandon tonight. We're right behind and Lethbridge tomorrow back at home with a possible snowstorm drive and and uh, <laughs> the team that's chasing us as well. So it's pretty important for us. Yeah, obviously I was going to mention uh, two huge games. You kind of you kind of went into that, but going into Brandon tonight, I think you guys played them and got the better of them last uh, last weekend. It's uh, does it feel kind of like? You know, playoff hockey for you guys down the stretch here. Ten games left. It's uh, like every night is, is just so important, right? Well, last weekend we had Brandon Thursday. They slipped into Saskatoon Friday and came back to Prince Albert on Saturday. And, and both our games, uh, we split one and one, were playoff. It was gritty. It was in your face. There was a little extracurricular. A couple teams that really didn't like each other. Um, we had great attendance in both nights, and the fans were into it. Uh, um, and it, it's it's we expect that tonight. It's a hostile environment in Brandon as well. I think they're a tough building to play in, as is ours. And and uh, but we've been in this spot for a while, and you know you're in the playoffs out, and we've been playing playoff type hockey for a while. And I, like I mentioned, the guys are playing with some swagger. We're confident, yet hopefully we remain humble and, and just take care of business here. I know you're you're in charge of the hockey operations, but obviously, um, you know, for a community like Prince Albert, how important is it to the bottom line and to the community to get into the playoffs and and get a couple of uh, playoff gates and a full Art Art Hauser Center? Well, we budget, you know, we budget for regular season, but uh, in a small community, when you know if you get a bad night or a bad weather in a, in a smaller building, you can't make up for those missed dates. So. You know, I wouldn't say we absolutely rely on it, but uh, it's certainly a nice, healthy bonus for the club when we get in. I, it's the community of Prince Albert is, I, I think, very well knowledgeable about our club. They're, we've got a little Raider frenzy every now and again in terms of uh, demand for tickets, uh, and uh, the playoffs is is with the game itself. It ramps up that energy, and if, if we can find a way to get in and then find a way to to get through uh it gets pretty exciting off the ice but certainly uh it's good for the coffers as well you know quickly i i don't know how much you want to talk about other teams but that eastern conference man and i, and I said it you know when i was hosting the show probably about a month ago how great it would be to see as many saskatchewan teams in the postseason the blades solid team what ripplinger's done in moose jaw and how they're built and then swifty loading up at the deadline as well like the eastern conference no slouch huntsy and you've been around the whl a long time is it is it one of the stronger conferences that you've seen in a while well certainly this year and and you know the challenge is it doesn't matter where you go um Every team is well coached. Every team is prepared. 
every night. Um, as I mentioned, it, it was it was a little bit uh, gritty and playoffy, edgy against Brandon. It's been that way when we play Regina. It's been that way when, well, Saskatoon's an actual rivalry. We have. Every time we play them, Moose Jaw's been a little snottier than usual, or at least our games with them. And it's, I think that's what's great for our fans. And uh, that's what's great about junior hockey is we have tremendous parity, regardless of the fact that we have small markets in our province. Yeah. Our, our fans are passionate. Um, our fans give us great support. And then our, our teams are all very competitive. And unfortunately, we're going to get the first round here. And and uh, some might not make it and uh, you know some are going to get dropped out quicker than we would like but that's you know important. Sloan Stanek Sloan Stanek leading your team in scoring um, you know 76 points if, is there one guy on the team and I, I know you don't like singling out guys but is there one one guy on the team that you know over the last little bit here has just upped his game and kind of playing that playoff type hockey that you need for the for the Raiders well, I probably like uh, I'll, I'll, you brought up Stan, so I'll talk about Stan. He has a he, he's a game breaker. Um, I think his offensive game has taken off. We're really hoping he gets himself an opportunity uh, at the next level uh, come the fall of 2024. But uh, probably for us, the key would be Max Hildebrand. Hildy's taken just incredible strides with his numbers from a year ago. He's you know, he's up over 40 points in save percentage. His goals against is, is down over a goal. He's won us games single-handedly. His, his compete level is, is off the charts. Uh, and every time he plays, he gives us a chance to win. And um, so, he, you know, he's probably the guy, um, if I had to single out um, a single player, who yeah. would be healthy in that regard there. Well, I know, uh, you know, I know with with Mapes and Sizzo and and all the PA connections, uh, I got a soft spot for what you guys are doing up there. I hope you make it in the playoffs. I hope we, I hope we get to see some milk milk crate games, where that place is so packed. If people have never been up there in a, in a packed Art Hauser Center, you know what that means. Huntsy, best of luck tonight. Best of luck in the weekend, and uh, we'll see you at uh, B, uh, Western Pizza on Rochdale soon. Right on, guys. Thanks. Have a great day, and I appreciate you reaching out to Prince Albert. Yeah. Curtis Hunt, General Manager of the Prince Albert Raiders on the Western Pizza Hotline. You know, you, you did the you did the in-stand announcing for the Regina <laughs> Pats for, for a lot of years. Too were, many. Yeah. yeah, you were, you know, lucky enough to do it, actually, though. Let's be honest. Those runs mm-hmm. with Seattle and then the Memorial Cup, that was exciting hockey. You know, if we're going to be realistic, we're probably not going to see playoff hockey in the Brant Center this year. But down the road, you got Moose Jaw, you got Swift, you got Prince Albert. Saskatoon looks so, so good. Um, you know, Western Hockey League playoffs, how much have you followed? What are you thinking as, as things get in here to the last 10 games? You know, I got a soft spot for the Blades this year. I really hope they can make a run. Shout out to uh, Les Lazarick, voice of the Blades. He needs a WHL championship. That's uh, that's what I'd love to see. But, man, just want to see Saskatoon pack that place. Uh, Sastel Center deserves to be full. They've got an incredible team. So yeah. uh, Moose Jaw, like you mentioned as well, Swift Current, uh, no slouch. Somebody was saying that Moose Jaw, like, they've got four guys that played in the 
for Canada and the World Juniors with the trades and stuff they made. So mm. crazy how good Moose Jaw is. And, uh, you know, between them and Saskatoon, wouldn't that be a great Eastern Conference uh, final? I What I've heard... And we had we had rips on Jason Ripplinger on the program a couple weeks ago, and he didn't want to go into that. But I heard from another WHL coach that Moose Jaw is built for the playoffs. Like they got that extra grit. That might be a thing that Saskatoon's lacking is that grit. If they got to go seven, you know, the second round goes a little deep. Swift current is is a real interesting one for me. And that I, we both have soft spots to Swifty because mm-hmm. we both worked in Swift current as well. Um, I'm very curious to I think that first round matchup and who is going to... It's just like the Edmonton Oilers, right? The Oilers got to play seven games against the Los Angeles Kings. Like, it's just been so hard. What teams meet in that first round of the WHL is going to be so interesting. But like you said, Saskatoon, so much skill on the ice. Did you hear tonight it's the Berries? The Berries. The berries. I love that, by the way. The Saskatoon Berries baseball team, there's been some criticism to that name and people thinking it's kind of... I don't know if immature or, or it's childish awesome. or whatever. I think it's incredible. It's awesome. I think it is uh, awesome. Like, yeah. kudos to that ownership group for uh, the name and the logo and the mascot, Barry. And uh, I love it. I think it's fantastic. They are, uh, if, you, if you're just new to the new to what the heck we're talking about here, the Saskatoon Berries are the new baseball team in the uh, Western Professional League. Western, was, yeah. Western Professional they League. changed it a couple of years ago, Western Canadian. Regina yeah. Red Sox, you know, you got Swifty in there, and the uh, the Berries are the new team owned by the same ownership group of the Saskatoon Blades. So tonight in Saskatoon, it's like Saskatoon Berry Night. So the Blades got these special jerseys. I I, I really, it's, it's awesome. Their mascot... Uh, at center ice, you see the picture, and I, from what I heard, is the lower bowl is sold out tonight in Saskatoon. At the old Sastel Center is going to be buzzing. The uh, the O sixteens will be flowing. Hopefully, they clean the lines recently because <laughs> you always get caught at one of those concessions with a few sneaky sneaky lines. But the blades, though, they're O. They're 0-3 in their last three, so that's a problem for the Saskatoon Blades. They got Lethbridge in town tonight. Uh, Swift Current, they are in action. Swifty is in Red Deer. Only two points separate these guys in the standings. Swift leads in the fourth spot, and then the Regina Pats are in Portland. Pats 0-4 on the U.S. road trip. Really, really you know, tough start to that trip and then they just haven't been able to gain any traction and Portland is the top team in the Western Conference so tough one Moose Jaw they're in Everett they're coming off a 4-3 win against Portland this Atlee Calvert 17 game point streak for the Moose Jaw Warriors have you seen have your eyeballs seen the I don't think I've seen saw the Warriors yet this year I uh I've only been to a handful of Pats games I'm not gonna lie I need to get to some uh down the stretch. The one thing that uh, I've been told is that uh, Moose Jaw, like you mentioned, incredible team. One thing that uh, is going to have to step up is their goaltending. So we'll see how that uh, holds up here down the stretch in the Western Hockey League playoffs. But it's an amazing, amazing time of the year. Three weeks left in the uh, regular season. And uh, yeah, that first round of playoffs is just 
fantastic. Quickly, before we go to break, let's talk a little bit of NHL and trades. We got Tanev moving to Dallas. I think that was uh, Dallas just could make that happen mm-hmm. quicker than anyone else. And then Ilya Labushkin, great going, name, yeah, <laughs> going to the Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday. They needed a right-handed shot, kind of stay-at-home demon. I don't know if this moves the needle enough for Toronto, but they, at least they're trying to do something. Yeah, I don't think it cost him much. Like his salary, I think, was seventy-five percent retained. Yeah. And obviously, he they said he's less than minimum salary now with that. So, uh, Giordano got hurt last night for the Leafs. So, kind of a uh, plug this guy in here and and see how. Uh, how that goes, but yeah, I'm interested. You mentioned Tanev with Calgary. My, I'm an Oiler fan, but I've got my eyes on Calgary to see what they do. Uh, obviously, Noah Hannafin is a guy they're probably going to move. He's got the no trade, uh, yeah, protection. That sounds like he wants to go to a team, uh, like he wants to go to a team where he's going to sign long term, which they're talking Tampa Bay uh, or somewhere like that. And then Markstrom, right? Like, do they hang on to Markstrom or do they blow things up in Calgary? It's it's what Cal you know Ma- Maz hosted a couple weeks ago and it's what Calgary does, they they don't make the right moves and then they they just get in or they miss it and then they don't get anything back for these guys. It's like just trade them, just do the right thing, get whatever you can for them. But I think uh, Hannafin, he's going to be the guy, and and the Flames could get something solid back here. McNally, uh, over to you. What, what do you think of that Leafs trade? I love it because that is a defenseman that uh, the Leafs have been missing. Just a physical, gritty guy that hits everything that moves kind of defenseman. And uh, I I really like Ilya Labushkin. I was really hoping we were going to get him back uh, because we traded for him uh, earlier, couldn't re-sign him. So now that he's back in Leafs colors, I'm looking forward to seeing him back uh, with the Leafs. That is that is your delusional Leafs uh, <laughs> part of the program for uh, 016 and the Briar Patch down here. No, I uh, I love it, McNally. Hey, you wear your heart on your sleeve for the Leafs. Yeah, Oilers don't do much. Eh? They they have to add somebody. They have to, they're not going to do anything in goal. They're going to ride with what they have, try and improve the team around. Another defenseman would be nice, and there is talk like they're going to. Their first uh, first round pick is in play. They're still targeting a guy like Jake Gensel from Pittsburgh, is what the experts are saying, or uh, Bushnevich from St. Louis, or Tarasenko from uh, Ottawa. They're going to do something. Oilers are going to make a run. Delusional Oiler fan update. All right, coast to coast uh, coming up next week. I, want, I can't wait to get Arash Madani's take on the Leafs trades. Now time for the clutch performer. And we'll move it across Raquel wide. Alexiak to the boards, held in by Carlson. Nice play. Raquel, Crosby denied by Grubauer. That is it for Nick's Service in Emerald Park, your local Massey Ferguson Challenger, Rogainer, Gleaner, and Fent dealer. Call 781-1077. Your Nick's Service clutch performer last night, Philip Grubauer in net for the Seattle Kraken. 33 saves, stopping all of them, shutting out the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Yeah, you got to like what the Kraken did last year. Yeah, another interesting team. See what they do with some of their guys as well. Maybe Ebbs, Regina Boy will be on the move here at the deadline. 
Very, very cool. All right, we are another hour in the books. When we come back, we are going to be talking Briar, and we're going to be talking Briar gambling. See where you can sprinkle on. You are listening to the Sports Cage live from the 2024 Montana's Briar on the home of sports in Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Welcome inside the Radio Octagon. This is Saskatchewan's number one sports talk show, The Sports Cage, on 620 CKRM. Welcome back inside the Sports Cage on this Friday, and it's brought to you by Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years, live at the Brandt Centre, 2024, Montana's Briar. Starting first draw goes at 6 p.m. tonight. Mike McEwen's Saskatchewan rink is up against PEI. If you're just tuning into the program, we are giving away tickets to draw 17. That's Thursday, 2 p.m. Can you make Thursday at 2 p.m. work? If you can, Capital Ford Lincoln text line 936-6262, area code 306-936-6262. No trivia today. Why do you want to go to the Briar? Who do you want to take? That is 2 p.m. on Thursday, another Hawaiian breakfast special. So if you can make that work... You let us know. Send us a text. We're going to pick a winner here in the next 45 minutes. We're going to get back to the Briar. We're going to get Briar gambling coming up here momentarily. Later in the program, senior hockey fans, the last half hour is pretty much going to be a lot of senior hockey talk. Provincial A, Provincial C, Provincial D, and some league stuff going on. A lot of snow coming in, too. This is going to be very interesting when it comes to traveling. But right now, let's head out on the Western Pizza Hotline. Perfect pizza, generous amount of toppings, plus all the Greek food you like, like souvlaki, ribs, salads. It's just the goodness you can't make at home, people. Call Western Pizza today or tonight. Why would a guy or girl cook? Play now, Saskatchewan.com, Saskatchewan's only legal betting site. It's where you should be sprinkling. If you sprinkle, do it responsibly. Joining us on the line from Play Now Sports Saskatchewan, Ben Whiting. Ben, how's your day up there in Saskatoon? Not bad at all, Barney. It's shortly after 5 o'clock on a Friday, so I feel like it doesn't get much better than this, you know? That's right. All right. We got uh, we got Brandon here from the Monday Nooner, and we also got gambling. I call him gambling, curling gambling savant, uh, Malcolm Vanstone. But let's get after it. Playnow.com. You can gamble on this briar, and these two guys standing beside me, They've done it a ton. I've kind of sprinkled a bit last year, but I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Um, is this uh, a pretty popular thing on the website over the next week, Ben? Yeah, you know what? Uh, to, I'm glad you said uh, you don't have a whole lot of experience gambling, and there's experts in the room here or on the call, because uh, that makes two of us. So. Be warned, before I dive into this, I'm more so relaying information than anything. Um, You know, kind of giving everybody a lay of the land as it goes to the Montana's Briar here. But uh, to answer your question, the uh, curling in Saskatchewan, you know, not generally a very 
big demographic when you think globally in sports betting. Uh, but when I've been looking at the data and what we've been able to pull from this curling uh, season, it's actually quite popular. It, it consistently cracks our top 10 in wagered on sports. And I guess that kind of speaks to uh, the appetite for curling in Saskatchewan and obviously being the only legal provider in the province. We want to be able to offer that sort of stuff to our uh, residents. That, that's all. The, the two guys beside me here are chuckling because they uh, participate. Probably contributed to that top ten spot for you there, playing out <laughs> <laughs> responsibly, of course. Okay, yeah. yeah. um, you can bet on draw by draw. We're going to get to that in a bit here, but there's also futures, and I just pulled it up. So when we look at the futures, to who's going to win the Montana's Briar? Again, not super crazy, hardo curling guy, but I know that Brad Gushu is is a pretty good curler, and he is he's the odds-on favorite. Ben, that's right. Well, it looks like we got Alberta here at uh, one point nine six. If that's the gentleman you are referring to, they seem oh to no, that's pro- I got I, that's province, what? province. Yeah, I got Montana's. Province. Yeah. Oh, I see. So, because there's okay, yeah, Alberta. Uh, Butcher um, at 2.85. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong line. Um, and just slightly behind of uh, Team Canada there at 2.5 odds. Yeah, so the, here, the, here the thing is on playnow.com, you can bet on province of winning team. Obviously, Alberta, because there's they've three got, teams. Yeah, they've got two. two. Uh, Manitoba has two with Carruthers and uh, Dunstone. Dunstone. So yeah. you can, if you want to maybe see the odds that way, if you pick Manitoba to win, you've got two representatives as opposed to some of the other provinces where you'd only have uh, one. But, yeah, lots of lots of different things to so, so okay. Ben, before before we let you go on this, so people sign up. Is there is there any kind of codes? Is there anything for for this week? Uh, you know, walk through people how they should get in on play now and keep the money in Saskatchewan. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it's the uh, uh, money stays in Saskatchewan. That's a big thing for us. We're local. We're legal. We're safe. We are the only legalized and regulated online gambling site in the province of Saskatchewan. Um, Right now, we have a $250 match deposit on our sportsbook for new customers. So if you're thinking about getting in on the action, you can head over to playnow.com. Uh, type it, or Click on the join button. It'll just answer your personal information uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, from there, you pick your preferred method to, method to deposit. We take pretty much everything except cryptocurrency at this point. Uh, <laughs> after that, you can... <laughs> Claim your welcome deposit. It's a match deposit up to 250, like I said, and you're able to get in on the action. There's tons of different lines uh, for the curling this throughout the week here, and also anything else you can really think about under the moon as far as sports go. We also got the online slots, the live casino, if that's more your jam, if you're not into sports, but tons of different options for the people of Saskatchewan. All we do ask is that you gamble responsibly. you got to be over the age of 19, and you're using your game sense when you gamble. Love it. All right, Ben. Friday night, you go enjoy yourself. I'll keep you up to date on how my uh, Briar gambling is going here throughout the weekend. All right, my man? Absolutely love it. Thanks for the time today, gentlemen. <laughs> right on. See you there. Drive safe. All right. Let's, can, uh, I, let- uh, can I 
Yeah, I screwed up there. So Alberta has three teams, That's not what I two. Thought. I was Slichinsky, like, yeah. Cooey, and Botcher. We're off to a hot start, boss. We are already. piping hot. Yeah, sorry. Malcolm Vanstone just topped up here. He's t- he's he's with us now. Like I said, these guys know they're curling, gambling. So province winning team Montana Briar. That's why Alberta's odds. Obviously, odds stacked in favor because there's three. Give yeah. three for the price three of one. teams. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now let's go to to overall and and we we talked about this on the podcast a bit, but quickly, Malcolm, where's the smart money going? And then where's maybe a dark horse to win this whole thing? Yeah. Well, I guess first I want to say a savant. I don't have a dictionary on me, but I'm guessing it's not the accurate description of my gambling ability. So uh, I want to preempt caveat everything I say from here on in that it's uh, we're not tearing it up we're still I'm still going to work every day to make a, a paycheck but uh, yeah well smart money obviously like those top two the uh, botcher gushu they've you know they're kind of a tier above above the rest to be honest with their just they play on all the slams Matt Dunstone's right up there you almost group him in with that top three top three group um, and then yeah, as you go farther down the list obviously Kevin Cooey never want to cut you know, count him out being a yeah a former champion. A little bit different team, different look this year. Haven't seen him as much, maybe so uh, hard to say. Uh, I guess I said on the pod, I'll say it here. Uh, if I'm going dark host, dark horse, uh, it's uh, I haven't. I just had water tonight, too, guys. <laughs> uh, Reed Carruthers, just another guy. He's got the the pedigree in him to win. He's got Brad Jacobs throwing third rocks or skip, depending on how they set that up. It's been a back and forth. He's and they got, got they got a good front end. They're probably an underrated front end if you're if I'm being honest with compared to some of the other guys. So I think he's like twenty seven to one on the uh Play Now Sportsbook as well. So to so, your yeah. point, if you put ten dollars on Reed Carruthers responsibly, if that's something if you want to gamble on it or whatever, that would pay two hundred and seventy dollars off a of right, versus fifteen for uh if you're taking Gushu. Yeah. On a ten dollar bet. So you you brought up uh, you brought up something earlier, Brandon. As, as far as when you go draw by draw, and you go to spreads, and because in curling, near the end, a lot of things can happen or they don't happen. Yeah, as somebody who likes to play the the odds and the spreads and stuff a little bit, there can be a time say Gushu is up by three and his spread is three and a half, means he has to win by four. He might have the hammer coming home, and they might not throw the last rocks because they don't need to because he's ran the opposition out of rocks. So all that stuff does factor into these lines when you are betting. But can we talk about tonight's uh, tonight's yeah. games? I think I've got some games that I really... I'm going to have boots on the ground here, going to be in the barn <laughs> under the orange top, and I've got some... Uh, and I know Malcolm does as well, some... Some things we like on the board. Okay, let, let's let's go because I I haven't I haven't sprinkled yet. I haven't put any units anywhere. So where where, where do you guys coach me through this? Where should I go? Okay. Uh, well, you just start at the on the money line, but you know obviously there's there's maybe going to be a couple close games, but there's a couple of those favorites playing where you can probably maximize your your return if if you if you start looking at the uh, the spread. So. I think I'll leave the one for Boz that he came up with, but uh, I was talking with an insider just in the rink earlier. Battle of Alberta, starting her off hot. Cooey versus Slachinski. Uh Cooey is the odds-on favorite. Uh, not terrible odds on the money line either, but Slachinski has beat them the last couple of times in their, their province. That might have affected the, the line. So 
maybe looking at the the spreads, only one and a half. Kui to win by two pays pretty good money. Uh, That's my. Uh, I right. like that. I like that as well. Kui's been here a million times, right? It's, this is nothing. The, nothing the lights new are to bright. Him. The crowd's loud tonight. Uh, Kui's going to be ready. Slachinski, you know, he's a good good team, obviously. But so take. So I'm going to take Kui to cover. Two, Minus one and, one, and a half. One, it's only two points. He wins yeah. by two. You're good. Okay, one unit on that. I like a couple of other favorites actually. I really like Brad Gushu, best world class best rink in the world arguably for sure in canada obviously the world's another stage but minus three and a half so a little bit bigger they got to win by four but i don't think they'll have much uh, trouble against nova scotia tonight minus three and a half gushu i love that another guy who loves the big moment there the other one i like is saskatchewan hometown crowd the people are filing in you know it's going to be uh bit of a buzz for the McEwen rink flash and the the marsh brothers got the home field advantage as they say i like them tonight against prince edward island tyler smith's rink minus three and a half as well so i'm taking some points on uh, both of those favorites okay i am i am a hack for parlaying can I parlay? Can I parlay some of these? Or yep. Should I go straight up? No, that's that's how you maximize the return is the parlay. Uh, <laughs> you can win. <laughs> any any person who does this a lot says uh, parlays. You tend to throw. Your, I do it, but I don't think that's the smart play. There's a different way. I don't know if and if, if the, it, you, you really want to look at that spread. And if there's ever an option to buy the spread up or down the line, like you don't always have to take the full spread, so you might favor it a point up and take a little less odds and then parlay the lesser odds but with the smaller spread. Go to go to Vegas or go somewhere and go to a sports book and tell them you want to do a parlay. They look at They'll me look like, like I'm an idiot. Yeah, like you got two heads because oh, yeah. that's yeah. not a... All, all the time. <laughs> I want to play uh, the Leafs, uh, Ducks, and uh, Kings. And they go like parlay and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, give us your money, you dummy. Yeah. Um, it's like Vegas it, vacation. It's, Kick you in the nuts and call it a day. <laughs> or it's like that Family Guy episode. Okay. Quickly, last thing here. Do you guys ever play the over unders? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I, do. I don't a lot. I just maybe I've been burnt way too many times for that exact thing that Boz said. Is you, you know you have a a good over going, and it becomes a blowout, and the game finishes eight one, even though you scored yeah. six points in the first three ends, right? And then it's a, an eight one finish. Or, over doesn't cover, and you hate yourself. For I it, feel so. like maybe in in the men's game, and I. I I have no research to show this. I just feel like there's maybe more blank ends as well. Um, it's changed a little bit with the rock rules and it stuff. Has, I understand yeah. that. But you can see, you know, you get two or three blank ends. It's pretty tough to hit an over in a game as yeah. well. But. All right. So r- draw one, start 6 o'clock. We talked about it. Alberta versus Alberta. It's Cooey versus Slachinski. We're calling that the Pete's drive-in battle. Northwest Territories, Quebec, Nova Scotia. Canada and then hometown Saskatchewan opens up the night against Prince Edward Island. Quick, how many people do you think are here tonight? You guys, quickly. How many? What do you think they're going to pack in here? Five. I was going to say thirty-five to four. Well, what I have no idea. Like 65, 64, 84 for a hockey. Yeah, game. I, I just went on to get a ticket today because I didn't get a pass from Barney. So uh, <laughs> thanks, Barney. How uh, many, there, uh, there, there, there weren't a lot less. There weren't okay. a lot left. No upper bowl stuff mainly. So I. It, so. 
I heard you don't need a ticket to get into the patch either. I don't know if that's no. all week or no, just tonight. Yeah, I interviewed him in the in the first all hour. All week? All week. Oh, that place is going to be electric. Yeah. Buzz, Buzz Town. Because it holds, what, four? They said 4,000. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right, Malcolm, thanks so much. Good first ever live radio. Good job. You, you, <laughs> did, you did real good. Uh, time for a, another break here. When we come back the last half hour, we're going to talk about a lot of senior hockey, what's going on in senior provincial matchups coming up this weekend. It is the Sports Cage for Nelson Holmes live from the 2024 Montana's Briar on the voice of sports in Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Saskatchewan's best coverage of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders is on the Sports Cage, right here on the mighty 620 CKRM. That heavy metal music only means we're back inside the Sports Cage. Barney Shinkerick, Brandon Bosler. Sports Cage on Fridays is for Nelson Holmes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. The hustle and bustle you hear in the background is the 2024 Montana's Briar. The doors have been opened. It was awesome. The, the lineup of people to get in. It's uh, it's not like a hockey game. Everybody's kind of moving a little bit slower in there. It's a slower pace. We just navigated ourselves to the washroom, but it's starting to fill up. I think that they're expecting over 6,000 wow. tonight under it's... the Agrodome. That's I'm sorry, that's my prediction. Okay, yeah. No, it, Malcolm said he uh, bought that ticket there this afternoon. He said there wasn't a ton of uh, available seats. I love it, though. Like One thing about the Briars... No matter where it is or where you go, like every time I go, I see people from my hometown. <laughs> you see, you know, it used to be friends, parents. Now it's friends as we get older. But, you know, you see people from all over. I cover rural Saskatchewan with my day job. I think I've seen about 10 customers here in the last 15 minutes. So they're out on the ice now. They're throwing warm-ups. They're doing Ooh. the warm-up uh, throws as I was just made my way into the Brand Center. So, yeah, we're like, what, 30 minutes away from, uh, 25 minutes away from First Rocks here at the Briar. CFL news today. Riders signing cornerback Holton Hill, six foot two, from former Minnesota Vikings. So we'll see how that lands and if, if he makes the squad and if he helps out. So they'll see a foul news for you. Regina Pats in action tonight in Portland. They're 0-4 on their U.S. road trip. Moose Jaw Warriors, they ha- are undefeated on their U.S. road trip. They're taking on Everett tonight up in Saskatoon. The Saskatoon Berries. The Blades are going with the Berry jerseys tonight. Lethbridge is in town. Lower Bulls t- totally sold out up in Saskatoon. So if you're in the Saskatoon region, go watch the Blades game tonight. It's going to be an awesome atmosphere. We talked to Curtis Hunt earlier. The Prince Albert Raiders travel into Brandon. Huge game for the Raiders. Huge game for the Wheat Kings. Raiders trail sixth place. Wheaties by four points in the standings. Swift Current. They are in Red Deer. Only two points separate these two teams in the standings. Swift leads in the four spot. SJHL hockey tonight. Kindersley, Melville, Yorkton, Nippowin, Melfort in the Battlefords. Weyburn in L.A. to take on the Ice Wolves. And then Estevan making that sexy road trip all the way to Flin Flon. <laughs> They'll be in the Whitney Forum against the top-ranked team in the country. NHL quickly, Ottawa, Arizona, Philly, and Washington, New Jersey, and Anaheim. Midget AAA or U18 AAA playoff start tomorrow. We talked about that earlier. All right, Brandon's here. 
Brandon and I host a little podcast called the Monday Nooner Podcast, heavily focused on senior hockey. So for the next little bit here, we're going to talk senior hockey. And, you know, there's some people out there, Brandon, you're a small town guy from around that Wilkie area, and they go, senior hockey, who cares? You know what? Whatever. All right. So first off, data. If you want us to give you data, last weekend in Ocha, First Nation, mm-hmm. 50-50 was $11,000. They had, I think I heard, how many, 1400 No, I think 17 1800 is the capacity of their, their new rink there. And it was full. Like, I, I swear there was more people at that senior game than they were potentially at some of the Western Hockey League games in the province that night. Unbelievable. So then... Game two in that series goes tomorrow night. The Round Lake Bears and Carlisle. Carlisle, the Cougars, snuck out the win in game one. So it's do or die for the Round Lake Bears. Today, Carlisle released 400-ish tickets? 450. Um, So Carlisle's rink holds about 900 full. 900, she's packed to the rafters. What does Fire Guy go by? Probably eight fifty, but they're saying nine hundred is uh, is full. They're going to get everybody in there that they can. Obviously, Round Lake they played Milestone in the previous round. They bring five, six, yep. seven hundred fans uh, to these games. It's it's remarkable. But Carlisle, you know, they've got a big fan base as well. So obviously, figured well, not everybody's going to get into the game that wants to go to the game with the capacity of the Carlisle Carlisle Sports Arena. Um, so they released 450 tickets today, pre-sale. They opened up at noon, I think it was. People were lined up hours in advance. One guy apparently slept outside the rink from uh, Ochapways. I guess Ochap brought a, a van load of people down. Every person in line was entitled to four tickets. They sold out to 450 pre-sales. And I, I was told that there was about 200 people in line that didn't get oh, tickets. wow. So you think there's nobody who cares about senior hockey in Saskatchewan. That's one way that uh, <laughs> to discredit that. But, yeah, so there are other 450 tickets are going to be first come, first serve on uh, Saturday tomorrow. Hopefully the weather holds up and uh, yeah. teams can get to these games. And teams, if you are traveling, be safe because it sounds like uh, might get hammered pretty good. At Sports Cage on X, or formerly Twitter, you can see what we're talking about. The lineup today in Carlisle for people to get tickets for the senior provincial A game tomorrow night in Carlisle. I think it's 8 o'clock puck drop. Yeah, and then game three, if necessary, would be Sunday in Carlisle as well. So for people who don't know, I think it'd be nice to mention just who's, you know, there's some good hockey players here. Carlisle is led by a couple of former Pats, Jesse Gabriel, who had a very short cup of coffee here with the Pats, the Memorial Cup year. He was a fourth-round draft pick by the Boston Bruins. He's from Mooseman, Saskatchewan. Um uh, the another, another guy they have is Kobe Morriso, who played for the Pats a little bit. Uh, he's on the first line there with uh, Gabriel. Nathan Deck, former Western Hockey League and professional hockey player on Carlisle. The other side, Round Lake, they've got guys from all over Western Canada. It's crazy. Two, two-time Stanley Cup champion Dwight King getting flown into the games from Metal Lake. They've got uh, some guys from El- Alberta, yeah. Manitoba. Colton Yellerhorn, former Lethbridge Hurricane standout, played a lot of, I think he played up to last year in Europe, pro hockey. 
um, Winston Day Chief. Um, coaching now college hockey in Alberta man he's a, he's a really that good hockey. fiddler right he coaches uh, over in Alberta as well yeah sorry that's the guy yeah, the fiddler, fiddler that coaches fiddler. Um, obviously John Nasty Morasty but Morasty I don't know in game, game one we watched the stream that fourth line of Round Lake was a little bit exposed especially uh, when Carlisle's first was out there so that game Unbelievable round Lake Carlisle going tomorrow night. Get your tickets, get early. If you want to see that, like I said, at Sports Cage, you can see the lineup today. It's pretty cool. All right, tonight. Let's get into tonight. Senior A provincial time in Balcaris. In the, uh, what do they call the rink there? Polar Pol- Dome. The Polar Dome. They have the tavern right in the rink, the converted uh, curling rink, and it's it's a fantastic. It is going to be jam-packed. Lumsden, the Monarchs, are up one game to nothing on Balcaris. They went at it Sunday night in Lumsden. I'm telling you, there was eight to 900 people in the Lumsden rink on a Sunday for that one. Fast. I went that I had boots on the ground for that game. Fast hockey. If you want to see fast hockey with body contact, it's hard to come by these days. These guys were putting it all on the line. Lumsden's a deep four-line team. Balcaris, former Regina Pat, you know, he wins the MVP award in the Coppell Valley. Uh, Justin Bernhardt, they have him, but. I don't know. The the rink's smaller in Balcaris, so that could play into their hands to force a game three. Yeah, for sure. Lumsden's got so much speed, such a good uh, hockey team. Game game two, like you mentioned, 8 o'clock puck drop tonight in Balcaris. So if you're looking for some good local hockey, uh, maybe you're not curling guy or girl, you want to watch some hockey tonight, 8 o'clock in Balcaris. If the Bronx can get the win tonight, game three would be the rare Monday night affair in uh, Lumsden, 8.30 Monday. So we'll have to see what happens tonight. The winner of that gets the winner of the series we just talked about, uh, Carlisle and Round Lake. The winner of those two series will play in the South Senior A Provincial Final. The Wadena Bakery is open until 4 p.m. on Saturdays. I looked it up, allegedly. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, we got Watrous and Wadena Game 3 in that Provincial A North series. Surprise, though, that uh, Watrous pulled it out in Game 2. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Good hockey team. Like, I mean, they're they're good enough for sure. But I, I did hear that Wadena was missing three of their top six forwards. So senior hockey, junior hockey, professional hockey, you're missing three of your top six forwards. It's going to be tough. It is the whole thing about this is good hockey, but these guys also have jobs and yeah. families and stuff. So when you're playing on a Tuesday in Watrous, you know, uh, short bench for Wadena. But, yeah, game three, Saturday night, 8 o'clock. And uh, the last time I went there on a Saturday, I pulled some strings and had somebody uh, pick up a dozen Boston cream donuts in the afternoon and, and took them to the rink for me. So there's always a way to uh, <laughs> get the creams after hours. Then the other North semifinal is Kindersley-Keniston. Kindersley's up one game to nothing there. Kindersley's got a deep roster. They've picked up a lot of a lot of guys from the White Mud in that Southeast League. Keniston, no slouch. What did they win last year? Keniston was... Uh, they won the league there in the Sask Valley. Very 
prominent senior league, and they also won uh, senior D, I want to say, provincials. So they won two banners last year. And uh, they play Saturday night in Keniston. So between Regina, Saskatoon, another uh, great local hockey game there. And then game three would be Monday as uh, as well if, if Keniston can get the win on home ice in game two. So that's A. If, if, if we were sprinkling on play now, Dot com. Who plays in the A provincial final out of those four teams that are left? Uh, yeah, I would say Lumsden. There's the 016 fellas there. Uh, Lumsden out of the south and uh, Wadena out of the north would be my prediction. Wadena out of the north. Not not Kindo, eh? Not Kindersley. Unbelievable. Okay, um, do we want to talk... Uh, do we want to talk a little bit about uh, C? So the thing is, the thing out there, there was no B this year because A was sto- so stacked, so loaded, and then not many teams put, went into B. We had Kelly McClintock on the pod a couple months ago, so they just go C and D. In in C, what, yeah. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? C. Well, uh, hometown bias, I guess you could say. My home. Hometown has been a prominent senior hockey power. The Wilkie Outlaws are taking on the Dinsmore Dynamos in the North Sea Provincial uh, North Final. That's going to be a great series. It starts Saturday in Dinsmore. Like I mentioned earlier, hopefully the weather holds up on some of these games. Could be a point where maybe some of these games don't happen, understandably. Um, But yeah, game one Saturday night in Dinsmore. On the south side, you've uh, you've got the Kyle Elks. And the Carnduff Red Devils. So a uh, bit of a hike there in the South Final between Carnduff and Kyle. But Kyle always, always there in, in senior hockey. And Carnduff always feels a good uh, roster as well. So we're down to the Final Four in Senior C uh, Hockey Provincials. And then in uh, Senior D, we still have eight teams left there. We got Macklin. They're up one nothing on Eston. Delisle. They're uh, trailing Shellbrook 5-2 win in Game 1. Foam Lake Theodore, that, that's in the CKRM listening area. Let's talk about Foam Lake and Theodore. Foam Lake, a 3-1 win in Game number 1. So the buffs are uh, on the brink. Backs are against the wall. Yeah, Foam Lake uh, looking to close them out. All of those D quarterfinals will end this weekend. The deadline to have those wrapped up is Monday, so we will be down to the Final Four uh, here after this weekend. But Foam Lake is the... There's no betting lines, but if there was a hypothetical play now, Saskatchewan betting line, Foam Lake would be the uh, D provincial odds-on favorite. And then the only other uh, D, Crake, they were off for like 25 days. They had to make the trek down to Redvers, and they had a tough go. Redvers won 8-1. They go back to the memorial in uh, Crake. If you've ever ever been in that rink, it is uh, close confines. you got to keep your head on a swivel as a fan and as a player. Uh, tough for Crake against this Redvers team? Yeah, they're in one for sure. Redvers has uh, a bunch of good players from Rokenville as well. Redvers, really good local hockey players from Redvers. Tough farm boys out there and oil patch workers. And I know you mentioned earlier in the show that senior hockey, kind of a niche market, I guess, who's interested in it and people in the city and stuff might say who cares about that. But one thing I wanted to mention for people who don't know, there's 113 teams in Saskatchewan senior hockey so 20 guys on each roster approximately that's over 2,000 players okay yeah. and then you get every community that gets three four five hundred fans yeah. uh, invested in it so for 
It affects a lot of people. It's the lifeblood of a lot of communities, and that's what Saskatchewan is built on is all these uh, small towns. So it's it's a pretty prominent thing, and it's pretty cool to see um, all these towns involved in it. For sure. And if you've never listened, the Monday Nooner podcast, we go into we go into it every week. We have a senior hockey top ten. And the, the top t- the top team in the province for the last few weeks has been the Wilkie Outlaws. So you can check all that out. They haven't uh, lost yet. They have their last loss was March third. No. March seventeenth last year. So they're coming up on a calendar year, coming up on close to thirty wins in a row. Um, but Lumsden I know McNally's a big uh, Lumsden guy there. He likes the Monarchs. They have rattled off 17 in a row. So uh, Lumsden, the number two ranked senior hockey team uh, in Saskatchewan. All right. Senior hockey, like Brandon said, the lifeblood of all the communities out there. Another lifeblood is the curling rink. And we are at the Montana's Briar. We're live here getting ready for draw number one. This is your last chance. Do you want to win two tickets to draw 17 next Thursday? It's 2 p.m. or this coming Thursday, I guess. Now, the 2 p.m. draw, Saskatchewan's going to take on Quebec. Gushu's taking on Slachinsky from Alberta, PEI, Northwest Territories, and Kevin Cooey in his Alberta ring taking on Nanovitz. So we, we don't have a trivia question. We just want to know why do you want to come to the Briar Thursday at 2 p.m.? Who do you want to take? And, uh, yeah, just send it in. Capital Ford Lincoln text line, 936-6262. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to put a wrap on everything, and we're going to give away these tickets to draw 17. Live from the 2024 Montana's Briar, it is the Sports Cage on 620 CKRM. The Sports Cage is your locker room pass. We're talking Riders on Saskatchewan Sports Radio, 620 CKRM. Ooh, little green day. Love it. We're getting ready here. Live from the Montana's Briar. It's a sports cage on this Friday for Nelson Homes, supplying home packages and RTMs for over 65 years. They are starting to file in to the Brent Center. Draw one goes 6 p.m. tonight. Saskatchewan takes on PEI. Alberta versus Alberta. It's Slachinsky versus Cooey. Nova Scotia taking on Brad Gushu and Canada and Northwest Territories take on Quebec. You want to know my uh, curling claim to fame? I had a very short curling career. Very short. High school it ended. Only went in really to get out of school for a couple of days during <laughs> districts and then uh, we got to districts and we had a provincial hockey game so we uh, pulled shoot on curling but <laughs> used to play often against Saskatchewan third Colton Flash, who's from Bigger. And they used to uh, mollywop us every time. I think the closest I got against Old Flasher was about 9-1. But uh, Bigger is a curling juggernaut of a town. Obviously, Schmerler, being from there, started the whole grassroots. Like, early 2000s, people were curling in Bigger because of her, right? And then Robin Silvernigle's been in a few Scotties lately. She's from Bigger. Flash is... uh, former champion with Team Cooey. He's from Bigger, but yeah, that's my claim to fame. I played him a few dozen times, but didn't ever win. That is an awesome story. The 016 patch, the rec laws tonight. That's here tonight? 
The, the rec laws? laws are here tonight. The original 16 patch. Why wouldn't a guy or girl? There's, what else do you got to do? And in the, in the region, and it, unless you're going to watch senior hockey, and it's free to get in, right? It is free wow. to get in. I think forty two hundo, roughly in there. Uh, it's going to be something, something else. Why? Just, just come down and make it happen. This program has been so much fun today for Nelson Holmes. We had, if you missed it, you can download the uh, podcast. We talked to Briar Catlin Schneider joined us off the hop, off the hop. We had the uh, Briar chairs in giving us. A behind-the-scenes look. Triple A U18 male hockey playoffs starting this weekend. We talked to the boys from the Double J podcast, and uh, they were so insightful on who to watch. Triple A U18 style. Curtis Hunt from the Prince Albert Raiders. WHL talk. Ben Whiting from Play Now Sports on a curling gambling. Uh, segment that went really long. Brandon and uh, Malcolm got into it. So, are, are, you're not parlaying anything tonight? I'm trying to stay off the parlays. I got my three picks. I'm going to just play those by themselves. Cooey, Saskatchewan, and Canada taking the favorites tonight. You're going to have to talk me into something here right now over an 016 because I, I got I got to get in on this. And then, yeah, you heard the senior hockey. If you're out in those senior hockey communities tonight, uh, send send us a message at the sports cage. And uh, let us know how the crowds are looking. Barney Shankarik for Brandon. It's been a slice. We're live here all weekend. Ryan McNally is going to be big curling guy as we host special sports cages this week right here at the 2024 Montana's Briar. That's going to do it for us. We're going to put a wrap on it. Back uh, to the to the regular program. Don't forget, Regina Pats tonight. On 620 CKRM, 9 p.m. as they take on the tough Portland Winterhawks. It's going to be a tough battle for the Pats. Barney Schickrick signing off. See you when we see you.